Welcome to the Abundant Grace Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Lewis, and I am so glad you're here. My hope is that each episode feels like you're having tea or coffee with a friend. Religiosity can complicate our relationship with God, and it can feel more like a heavy burden than the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. I know what it's like to want a relationship with God and to feel like you have to do all the things the right way to keep God happy. Learning that God loves me and even likes me has changed my life and how I approach faith, the Bible, work, family. Because when you are grounded in your worth and God's grace, it does change everything. And I want to share that with you here. I pray that this podcast empowers you in your unique, genuinely personal relationship with God and encourages you to rest in who God is and who he says you are. Hi there, friend. Welcome to this Life-Giving Friday episode where I am excited to speak some life into you, give you something to tuck in your back pocket that you can carry with you, encourage you, help you draw closer to God and walk in confidence in who God has called you to be. Today, I'm talking about John 11. This is a passage that I've been kind of stuck in for a week or two, and that happens to me a lot, where I will be reading one specific passage or even a book or a chapter. I just kind of get sucked in and immersed into one piece of, you know, the bigger story of the Bible. And lately, it has been John chapter 11. And as I was reading it, one of the things that's been standing out to me that I want to pass on to you is that Jesus has complete faith that God is going to raise Lazarus again from the dead. Now, if you're not familiar with the story, you can go read it. But basically, he's away from Bethany and his life has actually been threatened there recently. And he gets word that Lazarus is very sick and he tells his disciples, it's a good thing that I'm not there because God's going to glorify himself. He's going to basically grow your faith because of this situation. So it's a good thing we weren't there because he's dead. And they're like, I don't understand why that's a good thing. And why would we go to this place that just threatened your life where there's people there that want to kill you? And he's dead. Like, what's the point? But Jesus has so much faith that God is going to raise him from the dead, that he's willing to risk it. And the the disciples are, it kind of cracks me up. They like reason amongst themselves. Jesus is like, we're going during the daylight. It's fine. And Thomas is like, okay, well, I guess we'll die with you. So we're in this together. (laughs) Um, Just like the conclusion that they come to like, okay, we're willing to risk it all. We're with you, Jesus. We're sticking by you. But Jesus gets there and Mary and Martha are so torn up about it. Their brother died. He finds out from them that Lazarus has been dead already for three days and they are broken. And at this point, Jesus weeps, you know, the shortest verse in the Bible, John 11, 35, Jesus wept and he's crying and grieving with them and He's allowing himself to feel that emotion uh, for himself, I believe, and in empathy for Mary and Martha and the other people who are grieving his loss. And then 
he asked them to lead him to where he's been buried. And there's some protests like, you don't want to go there. You don't want to do anything with that. He's already stinking. He's like been dead for, I think it's three or four days. And Jesus says, no, I'm going to go. And he goes and he raises Lazarus from the dead. And he like, he literally comes back to life again. And what's fascinating to me is how Jesus had faith through that whole entire thing, but his faith did not dismiss his grief or his emotion. And a lot of times we feel like, well, if I'm crying over something or if I'm grieving something, that means I don't have faith in how God's going to work this out. Or we try to spiritually bypass those emotions because we don't want to feel like we're wavering in our faith. We don't want to be like, oh, I'm crying over this or I'm grieving this or I am distraught over this thing. That must mean that I'm not having enough faith. So I'm just going to slap a cliche on this that, you know, all things work together for good. And I'm just going to like grin and bear it, even though it's really hard right now. Jesus had faith at the very beginning of this story that he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead. And at the end he did, but in the middle, he still had the space to grieve and to feel without completely dismissing it. He didn't like look at Mary and Martha and go, Oh, I cannot believe you guys are crying. Come on, let's go to the gravesite. It's all going to work out. He didn't poo-poo their emotions. He didn't dismiss anything that they were feeling. He didn't dismiss anything that he was feeling. And you can argue he was feeling different things. Maybe he was feeling empathy for the people around him. He still chose to grieve. He still chose to weep. Maybe he was feeling the loss for himself. Like whatever he was feeling in that moment, he took the time to let it surface. And it's such a beautiful picture. And his faith was strong throughout the whole thing. So if you're grieving something or you're processing through something, don't let it say anything about your faith or your belief in God. Yeah. Check in with yourself and be like, am I trusting that God is going to come through? But you don't have to do that to the dismissal of how you're actually feeling and processing. So go read the book, go read that chapter, pour over it, Maybe get sucked into the story like I have and see what God speaks to you through it. It is a really powerful example of Jesus's humanity and meeting us right where we're at and experiencing things that we experience. We can learn so much from the way that he navigated this situation. And if you want to feel more confidence in bringing your full self to God into your relationship with him and not shrinking back not feeling ashamed of however you feel or your emotions or how God has created you to be. Because I guarantee you, he is the one that created you the way that you are without a mistake, without accident. So you can press into that fully. And if you want support to do that, to be fully yourself, walk with confidence with God and have more peace and joy in your relationship with you and with God, hit me up. I have a limited a number of one-on-one spots left for the year. And I would love to see you in there. Go to yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash coaching. And let's chat. Let's get you breakthrough. Let's get you the confidence to walk out exactly who God has made you and is calling you to be. Thank you so much for being here. 
I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thanks for listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. If this episode was an encouragement to you, I would love to invite you to share it with a friend. And it would help me out so much if you would leave a review for the Abundant Grace Podcast. It makes a world of difference getting this podcast into the ears of other people so that they can be empowered and freed from religious do's and don'ts too. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram at emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email at hello at emilyklewis.com. I'm praying for you and cheering you on in your faith and healing. Have a great rest of your day, and remember, there's nothing you can do that will make God love you more, and nothing you have done that makes God love you less.